Welcome to this archived LDN Research Trust conference presentation. We hope you enjoy it. This is Akbar Khan. I'm a family physician from Toronto, Canada. I've been in practice for 25 years uh, with the focus on palliative medicine and non-toxic cancer treatments as well as cancer prevention. I would like to thank the LDN Research Trust for asking me to put on this presentation, the title of which is Low-Dose Naltrexone in Cancer Prevention and Treatment. Standard disclosure, uh, just like the uh, audience to be aware that we do prescribe LDN and we dispense it for a fee at our clinic. Uh, however, in Canada, this must be done without a profit. Uh, here's a photo of uh, our office. Uh, our office is designed to look very much uh, like a home environment, uh, not at all like a medical office. Uh, it's a relaxing and healing environment for our patients. In our clinic, uh, we have an integrative model with uh, medical doctors and naturopathic doctors working together. We also have therapy dogs. This is Charlie. Uh, patients really enjoy seeing him. It makes them very relaxed uh, and uh, as he's very entertaining as well, always asking for food. Okay, so the rationale for non-toxic cancer therapy. Uh, most conventional cancer therapies are unfortunately quite toxic. Uh, even the newer drugs, which are non-chemo drugs, um, they have significant side effects. The mainstay of cancer treatment uh, is cytotoxic chemotherapy, which has a number of serious side effects such as damage to the immune system, uh, life-threatening infection, life-threatening clotting, uh, as well as generation of new cancers uh, years after treatment. Uh, radiation therapy has its own side effects, which are site-specific. Uh, in other words, depending on what site is uh, exposed to radiation, uh, and also can cause new cancers uh, years down the road. Uh, some of the newer drugs which are targeting uh, receptors on the cancer cells are supposed to be safer um, because they're not uh, toxic in the way uh, standard chemotherapies are. However, they have their own significant side effects, uh, which vary from drug to drug. <coughs> The new uh, immunotherapies like the PD-1 inhibiting drugs uh, have been uh, very popular in the media recently um, based on a few uh, cures that have been shown. Uh, however, these drugs have still a very low success rate uh, overall um, and very significant side effect of immune overstimulation uh, causing organ destruction uh, as well as an increase in cancer growth in about 8% of patients. So here's an example of a, a very interesting study that was done, which uh, highlights the rationale for non-toxic cancer therapy. This study was from 2004. A, an Australian group took a look at uh, a number of uh, studies that were done on chemotherapy and determined um, what the contribution was of uh, chemotherapy to long-term survival in adults. The determination was that the contribution of cytotoxic chemotherapy to long-term survival in adult cancers for adjuvant and curative therapy is less than 3%. And the conclusion of the authors was that it is clear that cytotoxic chemotherapy only makes a minor contribution to cancer survival. To justify the continued funding and availability of drugs used in cytotoxic chemotherapy, 
a rigorous evaluation of the cost effectiveness and impact on quality of life is urgently required. Uh, unfortunately, this study was done over 14 years ago, and yet nothing really has been done to change the way we approach cancer. Here's another example published in the uh, preeminent journal of The Lancet. Uh, it's a very recent study looking at uh, whole brain radiation for treatment of non-small cell lung cancer which is spread to the brain. Uh, routinely, uh, whole brain radiation has been used for non-small cell lung cancer. Uh, even if one or two or three brain metastases are found, typically the radiation oncologist would prescribe whole brain radiation with the notion that there may be smaller metastases that are present uh, in other areas that are not visible on a scan. The result of this study was that there was zero benefit to, long, to survival uh, as well as quality of life from whole brain radiation administration in non-small cell lung cancer spread to the brain. The authors concluded that the data from the whole trial population suggests that whole brain radiation can be omitted and patients can be treated with optimal supportive care alone without an important reduction in either survival or quality of life. And this was a phase three trial with a large number of patients published again in a uh, preeminent journal, The Lancet. So based on the data that's out there, which we just looked at a couple of examples, the question comes up, why are we using these ineffective therapies, which potentially are harming patients and actually are causing a number of deaths from the side effects of the therapies, uh, as well as why are we wasting money? I think we need a paradigm shift. We need to disrupt the status quo. And here's where LDN comes in. So LDN or low-dose naltrexone, the mechanisms uh, have probably been discussed elsewhere, but we'll briefly summarize. Uh, low-dose naltrexone was discovered by Dr. Bernard Bihari, a physician in New York. Uh, the mechanism was that uh, naltrexone provides a very brief period of opiate receptor blockade, uh, and that creates a surge in endorphin levels, uh, paradoxically, including an endorphin called OGF, or opioid growth factor, uh, which acts as a cell growth regulator. Um, there's also a blockade of TL TLR4 signaling, which modulates immune function. A recent study by Dr. Liu and Dr. Del Glaish highlights some new mechanisms of LDN action against cancer. It was an in vitro study conducted with human lung and colon cancer cell lines. The study showed that LDN alters genes involved in cell cycle regulation. LDN was used in concentrations of 1 nanomolar and 10 nanomolar uh, versus regular naltrexone, which is micromolar concentrations, or a thousand times higher. The study showed that paired immunoglobulin-like type 2 receptor A, which regulates the immune system, was upregulated. It also showed that pro-apoptotic genes BAK1 and BAD were upregulated. Cycling of LDN also seemed to be better than continuous use of LDN, and in this case, two days of treatment with one day break were used and showed enhancement of apoptosis or natural cell suicide. In comparison to regular doses of naltrexone, the LDN had the effects that were just noted, but regular doses of naltrexone or micromolar concentrations had no benefits.
The mechanisms showed that LDN priming of cancer cells two days before chemo improved the response to chemo. Cyclophosphamide, gemcitabine, and oxaliplatin chemotherapy drugs were studied. There was a modest improvement in cell kill uh, with LDN priming. Uh, compared against regular doses of naltrexone, um, the micromolar concentrations, which would uh, mimic standard dose of naltrexone, showed little benefit. Published data on opioid growth factor. Ian Zagon and others have studied OGF or opioid growth factor extensively. Uh, multiple papers have been published which have demonstrated that OGF can kill colon cancer, pancreatic cancer, squamous cell carcinoma, neuroblastoma, renal cell carcinoma, triple negative breast cancer, and ovarian cancers. This was all in vitro work using human cancer cells. A phase one human trial also was conducted of intravenous opioid growth factor in 16 pancreatic cancer patients. It showed an improvement in survival over standard chemotherapy of 5-fluorouracil uh, or gemcitabine with good pain control in addition. There is very limited published human research on LDN as a cancer treatment. The reason is that it is a generic drug and it is really too cheap to justify conducting large-scale studies on. There would be no return on the investment uh, since phase 3 clinical trials cost in the range of $50 to $100 million and LDN costs uh, approximately $30 to $80 per month. There was a phase 2 trial conducted of LDN in breast cancer. The study was terminated. There was also a phase 2 study of melanoma, prostate cancer, and renal cell carcinoma. This study was also terminated. The reasons for the termination of the studies are unknown. A phase two study of glioma or a brain tumor was conducted um, combining LDN with chemo and radiation. The study was conducted in the United States. The results were not published and the data was not analyzed. The data, raw data, is available on clinicaltrials.gov and suggests improved quality of life with LDN treatment. A phase two randomized trial of leukemia patients was conducted in Iran. The results of this trial were improvement in quality of life with LDN. Dr. Bert Berkson from the United States has published very convincing case reports of long-term treatment of pancreatic cancer using LDN plus the natural medicine alpha-lipoic acid. Dr. Berkson has demonstrated responses which were confirmed by PET scans and has also published a case of B-cell lymphoma which responded well to LDN. Dr. Berkson, Berkson recently published uh, a new paper on successful treatment of stage 4 renal cell carcinoma using LDN, intravenous alpha-lipoic acid, intravenous vitamin C, and hydroxycitrate as well as a healthy lifestyle program. The responses were again confirmed by PET scan over a remarkable period of nine years with no concurrent conventional cancer therapy. I've also published a significant case report in 2014 of a successful long-term complete remission of adenoid cystic tongue carcinoma using nothing but low-dose naltrexone and high-dose vitamin D. The response was confirmed by examination but also by MRI scans. The latest update on this patient uh, as of 2018 is that the patient stopped taking LDN after five years on the advice of his specialist 
uh, because of no detectable cancer, and he remains cancer-free. Common side effects. For opioid growth factor, there are no significant side effects. Occasional low blood pressure or hypotension or dizziness after the infusion may occur. For low-dose naltrexone, insomnia and intense dreams are quite common, and this is easily treated by either adding a natural sleep aid uh, or by switching the LDN dosing to morning. LDN also has some favorable side effects such as improvement in mood and enhanced sense of well-being. There are many other favorable side effects that are not yet well documented such as shedding of excess weight. Drug interactions. For opioid growth factor there are no known drug interactions. For LDN uh, since it is an opiate antagonist, we would never recommend using it together at the same time as opiates. We would never use LDN in a patient taking continuous opioid medication, such as time-release oral opiates, a continuous pain pump, uh, pain patch, or methadone. This would precipitate acute opiate withdrawal. It would be okay to use intermittent short-acting opiates uh, which are timed away from the LDN. For example, if LDN is given at bedtime, we would not give any opiate at bedtime. There should be no withdrawal reaction from this, however, the opiate will not work if given at the same time as LDN. The LDN protocol for adults is generally given as an escalating dose in order to get the body accustomed to the medication. We start with 2 milligrams at bedtime and we increase gradually to 4 or 4.5 milligrams over a 1 to 3 week period according to the patient's side effects which are generally insomnia or vivid dreams. We never go over 5 milligrams per day. Uh, LDN is generally given at bedtime for maximum effect, uh, however it can be switched to morning time if side effects are significant. Uh, we use one milligram capsules uh, and occasionally we use one milligram per mil oral liquid for people who have difficulty swallowing or for children. Uh, the low dose uh, capsules or liquid allow for dose adjustment. With LDN, treatment for insomnia might be required. We usually consider natural medications first that have proven anti-cancer effects uh, so that they can be synergistic with LDN as well as improved sleep. Honokiol or magnolia tree extract is a favorite. Melatonin may also be used and the anti-cancer dose is 12 mil uh, 20 milligrams taken at bedtime. You can use a benzodiazepine like lorazepam but generally we avoid that due to the potential for uh, dependence. Uh, morning dosing of LDN as mentioned is an option we wonder if it's less powerful, however, in our experience, we have seen that the LDN does uh, still work effectively to treat cancer. Uh, the pediatric dosing of LDN uh, is not exactly known. Uh, an estimate target dose would be 0.1 milligram per kilogram per day given at bedtime. Uh, generally, we start at half of this dose and we increase gradually, uh, same as in adults. We can use a naltrexone flavored oral liquid at a concentration of one milligram per mil and a one mil syringe for measuring the doses. LDN must be flavored correctly. It is extremely bitter otherwise. Please ask a skilled compounding pharmacist to help you prepare the LDN oral liquid. Our experience with LDN 
dates back to approximately 10 years and over 400 cancer patients treated. Most patients received concurrent non-toxic therapies, for example, natural medicines, so specific response data on 400 patients was difficult to collect. Uh, instead, we looked at carefully selected case reports. The first case is a 29-year-old female with breast cancer. Uh, she was diagnosed after feeling a mass in the breast. The cancer was biopsy-proven, introductal carcinoma, estrogen receptor positive, HER2 receptor negative. The patient had a partial mastectomy or lumpectomy, and she declined adjuvant chemo and radiation due to the substantial side effects with minimal survival benefit. The patient started natural therapy with vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams twice a day, and vitamin D at 2,000 units per day. Her circulating tumor cell count at the start of therapy showed 650 live cancer cells per one mil of whole blood. Breast cancer markers were measured in this patient. CA15-3 was 10 and CEA was 0 0.3, both of which were normal. LDN was then started with the usual dosing as discussed. We also added metformin, 500 milligrams three times a day, which is a full diabetic dose. Uh, even though the patient was not diabetic, metformin is not harmful and does not lower the blood glucose excessively. We added honokiol, uh, two capsules three times a day. And after treatment for three months, the patient's circulating tumor cell count fell from 650 cells to 250 cells per one cc of whole blood. The cancer markers remained normal, but also fell significantly. The CF15-3 fell from 10 down to 5, and the CEA from 0.3 to 0.2, confirming the response. This is a case of a 56-year-old female with small bowel cancer. The patient had surgical therapy initially, uh, and therefore the cancer was biopsy proven. She also had lung and liver metastases develop, uh, which responded initially to chemotherapy. There was a partial response noted, in other words, shrinkage of the tumors, but not disappearance. The chemotherapy was stopped, and LDN was started, along with some natural medicines, according to her naturopathic doctor. At six months, a CT scan was conducted, and shrinkage of the metastases was noted. During this period of time, no conventional cancer therapies were administered, only LDN and natural medicines. After nine months of LDN, a CT scan was done again, which showed stable disease. And after 12 months, another CT scan showed mild regrowth of the cancer. No side effects were noted from the therapy. This is the case of a 65-year-old female with a squamous cell carcinoma of the right tonsil. She also had type 2 diabetes. The patient received prior natural therapies, including intravenous vitamin C, and despite these therapies, there was cancer progression. At the time we saw her, the tumor was 7 by 3 centimeters, as measured by ultrasound. Our initial therapy was sodium dichloroacetate, or DCA, combined with LDN 4 milligrams at bedtime, uh, as well as vitamin D and metformin. DCA was stopped after two months due to mild side effects, but the LDN was continued. The tumor was noted to shrink visually, and also this was confirmed by ultrasound. The patient continued LDN plus vitamin D plus metformin, 
and eventually the tumor was reduced to 3.2 by 2.4 centimeters. There was no growth at this point uh, ongoing for three years. Uh, very recently, in 2018, the patient experienced a decline in glucose control with the hemoglobin A1c up to 14%. The normal hemoglobin A1c is less than about 5.5%, so clearly this was a very significant uh, increase in her blood glucose levels. Uh, only at this point was there mild growth noted on the ultrasound. Prior to this, the patient had excellent glucose control, uh, which coincided with a, a good response uh, with LDN therapy. And here you can see in the photograph the difference between the right and the left side of the neck. On the right side, there is a uh, mass present uh, indicating the cancer. This is the case of a 70-year-old male with a urothelial carcinoma. Uh, standard therapy consisted of excision of the cancer with cauterization uh, called uh, TURBT or transurethral resection of bladder tumor. The patient developed recurrent tumors uh, and therefore tried DCA therapy. Um, despite the DCA, the cancer did grow back. Then we changed over to low-dose naltrexone and we added Hanokiol for sleep as well as for its anti-cancer effects. A reduction of the patient's cancer was proven by ultrasound as well as by cystoscopy. On cystoscopy, a small reddish area was visible, uh, however, there was no tumor. Urine cytology was performed and atypical cells were seen which were not clearly identified as cancer. Uh, upon our request, BCG was then given by the urologist and the latest cystoscopy was completely clear. The patient remains on LDN for four years with no recurrence of his bladder cancer. This is a case of a 53-year-old male with colon cancer. The patient had a history of ulcerative colitis, which was likely the cause of his cancer, and cancer was diagnosed due to routine investigation of rectal bleeding. A tumor was seen on colonoscopy, and this was a biopsy-proven cancer. The patient had localized disease, however, he refused surgery due to fear of complications. He came to us and we started him on low-dose naltrexone combined with Honokiol to help his sleep, plus also to reduce his anxiety. The patient's CEA, or carcinoembryonic antigen, uh, which is a colon cancer marker, was increasing before LDN therapy. The patient noted improvement in his colitis symptoms within weeks of starting LDN. Uh, this consisted of a reduction in cramps and a reduction of diarrhea. After four months of therapy, the CEA began to fall, and monthly CEAs uh, were 9.3 before treatment, 8.0, 7.1, 6.1, and 6. The patient's CEA stabilized between 6 and 7. A repeat colonoscopy was conducted and confirmed no disease progression, in other words, stable disease. The patient remained on LDN therapy for over a year and continued to refuse surgery. At this point, the patient was traveling for work for approximately three months, and he ran out of his LDN. During this period of time, there was rapid progression of the cancer with invasion of the tumor into the bladder, resulting in stool present in the urine and an increase in the blood CEA. This is further confirmation that the patient was in fact responding to LDN 
uh, and not that the tumor was uh, stable on its own um, because withdrawal of therapy resulted in growth of the cancer. This is a very exciting published case of a long-term remission of adenoid cystic tongue carcinoma using LDN. This is a case of a 60-year-old male with adenoid cystic carcinoma of the base of the tongue with no nodal metastases per MRI. The tumor was approximately 3 centimeters in diameter at the time the patient presented to our office. The specialists that saw the patient told him that he required radical surgery, which involved glossectomy and laryngectomy, in other words, removal of the tongue in the voice box, uh, combined with chemo and radiation therapy. The patient refused these therapies due to the poor expected quality of life after surgery. The patient then chose LDN over the possibly curative surgical option. We started with 3 milligrams of LDN at bedtime, and we added high-dose vitamin D at 10,000 units per day. The LDN was gradually increased to 4.5 milligrams at bedtime, and the patient did not experience any side effects. Over the subsequent months, the mass in the tongue stabilized and then gradually began to regress. The vitamin D was reduced to 5,000 units per day to, due to a slightly high 25-hydroxy vitamin D blood level. After two years, the patient received another MRI which showed a complete remission of the cancer. And here you can see a uh, MRI section of the tongue and the neck. Uh, on the left, you can see the uh, contrast-enhanced uh, area of the cancer, which is uh, lighting up white. And then on the right, you can see the MRI, which was conducted after two years of treatment, uh, which shows no residual cancer whatsoever. An update to the case, the patient remains in complete remission over five years after the start of LDN therapy. In fact, he stopped LDN after five years and remains just on high-dose vitamin D. He remains cancer-free according to the examination of his ENT specialist. The full publication is actually available online in the Journal of Oral Health and Dental Management, uh, but also can be viewed through our website at uh, medicorecancer.com. Can LDN be used as a cancer prevention? Uh, there have been several studies that suggest that LDN, in fact, can be used to prevent cancer as well as to treat cancer. Uh, in this study, entitled Low-Dose Naltrexone for Disease Prevention and Quality of Life, uh, the authors noted that accumulating evidence suggests that LDN can promote health, supporting immune modulation, which may reduce various oncogenic and inflammatory autoimmune processes. This 2014 study looking at LDN as an anti-inflammatory treatment for chronic pain reviewed the evidence that LDN may operate as a novel anti-inflammatory agent in the central nervous system. In this study, LDN was used in an experimental model of multiple sclerosis called experimental autoimmune encephalitis. Opioid growth factor and low-dose naltrexone were used and shown to impair central nervous system infiltration by CD4 T lymphocytes. This shows that LDN can be effective in treating autoimmune disorders like multiple sclerosis. In this 2009 study on fibromyalgia treatment with LDN, it was shown that individuals with higher ESRs, which indicated general inflammatory processes, 
had the greatest reduction of symptoms in response to LDN. Clearly, chronic inflammation plays a role in the development of cancer. There's a higher risk of colon cancer with inflammatory bowel disease, for example. There's a higher risk of esophageal cancer with chronic acid reflux, which causes inflammation. And chronic H. pylori infection, which causes inflammation, can increase the risk of gastric cancer. We now know that LDN reduces harmful inflammation. And we also know that chronic inflammation is associated with an increased cancer risk. Therefore, we believe that the chronic use of LDN in inflammatory conditions may reduce cancer risk. This is a very difficult uh, concept to prove. Uh, at this point, it is theoretical, and there is no human prevention data yet. The reason is that the study to prove this would be very costly and very time-consuming, but LDN is cheap and safe, so we believe it should be used at this point anyway. In summary, LDN is best used for cases of cancer with low disease burden, and preferably for patients with a prognosis over three months. This is based on our experience of approximately 10 years of using LDN. We do expect LDN to take some time to work, so we allow at least three months for it to work before judging the results. Uh, occasionally, we, meet, we may see faster results, however. LDN seems to be more appropriate for low-grade or slow-growing cancers for the reasons mentioned above. LDN is very useful for elderly patients with cancer who may not tolerate other drugs that will cause significant side effects. Uh, from our experience, also, honokiol is a very nice adjunct to LDN because it has anti-cancer properties as well as uh, calming properties, and it can improve sleep. If you would like to review the actual published research on LDN in cancer prevention, we have collected a number of papers on our website, prevent-cancer.ca. And in summary, there are many non-toxic cancer therapies available. LDN is one of the gentlest and safest in our experience. Please help spread the word. Inform and educate your doctor by presenting the published research. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening to this presentation. All past conference presentations can be found on our website, www.ldnresearchtrust.org.